Welcome to episode 92 of Tim Talk, the podcast about the DC animated universe co-created by Bruce Tim. I'm Chris Lord. I'm Cameron Dexter. And we're back with Batman this week. Batman. Uh, no more fun movies for Cameron. You know, I got it. I got most of it out of my system. Yes. <laughs> you got a good amount of it out of there. Um, yeah, we're back with uh, just normal stuff this week, which also means just normal news this week. Yeah. And this is a big week because at the end of this week, on Batman Day, September 15th, the DC Universe app will be launching. I'm so excited. I actually, I'm very excited about this, mm-hmm. too. Um, I think, one, because we, we still don't have a final confirmation of everything that's on there. Right. I think, at least when it launches initially, it's all going to be old content. I think Titans premieres in the fall. I would assume so. Yeah. So, but I'm wondering if Batman Beyond will be on there, which one would be great for our listeners because it's not up on Amazon the way that Superman and Batman were. Right. So there's, I mean, unless you own it, which probably most people listening to do or have seen it, no way to watch it right now. Mm -hmm. So hopefully that'll be up on there. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's so, I mean, I assume we're going to get a lot of comics to start. Yeah. That's, oh, that's the part I'm super excited about. Mm -hmm. I got to finish that Star Wars novel so I can read some Batman comics. (laughs) Actually, no. Some Dick Grayson comics. There you go. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm sure we're going to get a handful of probably New 52 comics. Yeah. Uh, kind of going, you know, a few years back. Yeah, probably New 52, some of the classics, like mm-hmm. Imagine Year One, Long Halloween, Hush, those might be on there. Yeah. Some the big names. Um, Red Sun. <clears throat> I don't know if um, Hush, especially, I think they, they'll they probably hold off on that until it gets closer to the movie premiere. Oh, they might, Yeah. That's going to be the very interesting thing is I feel like with the Marvel Unlimited app, I admittedly don't have it, but I feel like it's pretty much everything, mm-hmm. right? And it seems with DC, we don't know yet what's going to be included on there. So they could be very selective. They could be choosy about what they do or don't want to put on. Right. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they're just going to kind of copy the Netflix system since that has been working and is, is proven to, to work. So kind of like, um, it's like before a new season will come out, they'll they'll bring like Good Place season three starts at the end of this month. Oh, so they just bought on season two on Netflix to get right. kind of the hype started. Uh, well, yeah, I guess. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that has to do with, um, like with Netflix, it has to do with DVD release windows. Mm-hmm. Like some of their stuff, like it would come on air at the same time that like the DVDs would come out, which to your point is right before the show yeah. the next season. But I'm super excited about it. Also, we got some casting news from Doom Patrol. Yes. One, like, so excited. One of which is very exciting for me and two of which are very exciting for you. Who's the one for you? So Timothy Dalton, yeah, yeah, former yeah. James Bond, mm-hmm. Timothy Dalton, also former Rocketeer villain, Timothy Dalton, also former Hot Fuzz villain, yes. Timothy Dalton, also mm-hmm. former uh, Shakespearean hedgehog actor from Toy Story 3, Timothy okay. Dalton. <laughs> it's like, where are we going? Was he in a <laughs> Sonic thing? <laughs> no. Go ahead, motorcycle. Uh, no, yeah, he was in Toy Story 3. He'll be playing the chief of the mm-hmm. Doom Patrol. Um, I don't remember that character's name. It is a great thing to know. Yeah. Uh, but I, I would have that up. I know the other two are super exciting for you, because mm-hmm. they're two of your favorite Mento. actors. No, he's, no, he's just playing chief. Chief. Yeah, okay, so who's playing Mento? Who's Mento? In Teen Titans, Mento was the one running the Doom Patrol. Isn't the chief in a wheelchair? Like, red beard, red hair in a wheelchair? I believe so. Because isn't the whole thing just kind of a, a play off of the X-Men? I think so. I only know Doom Patrol from season five of Teen Titans. So all of my knowledge, it, it's just the five. So You probably know more about it than I do. I know very little about the Doom Patrol. Well, I know it from, from Teen Titans, and then they were in... They had a mini-arc... 
in um, Brave and the Bold. Which was oh, the the one that was surprisingly dark for a kid show. Oh, is it the one where like everyone dies? No, they let one person die. Oh, okay. Yeah, the villain gets like one bullet off and it, it hits a civilian. Oof. And they're all it's it's all of them dealing with grief in a different way. Oh man, that's like, oh, pretty shit. intense. Um Yeah, from what I remember, Mento led it in, in Teen Titans. But his name's just Mento? Yes. Like Short for their mentor, or no, like he's sponsored short for by a, a '90s era mint. Yes, yeah. Oh, okay. so, so he's his power is just uh, nice breezy breath. He's the fresh maker. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Every time they're not sure how to solve a crisis, they just ask Mento, and he just like just pops in the mouth, like, "All right, I know how to do this now." Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I know how to do the way of this runaway baby stroller, or whatever the fuck those ads were. Uh, yeah, there's Mento. There's a last D girl with an I. Because, you know, different. Yeah. Well, I mean, she was first. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, by a long shot. Negative Man, who I love. He's, he's like, the, ni- like, the perfect amount of snarky yeah. for, for a character. Um, Crazy Jane. Who I don't know. I, don't... I think they're, they're talking about making her very um, Harley-esque, as you'd expect. Okay, yeah. Um, and then Robot Man. Oh, and Robot <clears throat> Man will be voiced, performed by, I'm not sure exactly how it'll be, but... Who will, who will have the presence of there we go. Brendan Fraser. Good old Brendan Fraser. What a man. So glad to see him back. I, isn't it? Yeah. So, um, so we had this talk off-air last week, because this, this news was announced a, a week yeah, ago. Yeah, a little while ago. Um, if it is just the voice, I, I'm, I'm very torn with Fraser because I would love to see him just in the DC universe, mm-hmm. just his face. I don't yeah. know if we're going to get that with Cliff. I mean, I don't know who he'd play so, in, in live action. So that, that was going to be my question for you, was is there anyone you, you could see him playing, uh, kind of leaving out the idea of if he could lead a movie or not? Mm, Animal Man. Ooh, that'd be really good. Animal Man. I mean, Booster Gold seems like kind of an obvious... I feel like... I would love to see him as Booster Gold. I feel Gold. like, I don't know if he could do Booster Gold now. Yeah, I feel like right after Mummy 3, yeah. he would have killed it as Booster Gold. Yeah. We just, we just, I think he still has the charisma for it. And oh, kind I'm of sure the, he, like, the, I'm sure he does. The, not clumsiness, but like overconfidence. Yeah, just kind of like the, the brash, lovable arrogance that yeah. you need from that character. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm just happy to see him back in any capacity. Mm-hmm. I, I think. Animal Man would be good. And then... Is, Who would you do? I think, because there's been talks recently about um, Tom Cruise being Hal. Oh, like a, right, like an yeah. older Hal. Old Hal Jordan. I think Brendan Fraser would be an amazing older I, Hal Jordan. I think that could be really good. Just like on his way out Hal. Yeah, I mean, because he would have been a good Hal Jordan back in the golden era of Brendan Fraser. Yeah. Late oh 90s, my God, early so 2000s. Good. Yeah, I mean, so that makes sense. Like, you know, 20 years down the line, an older kind of aged out a mm-hmm. little bit gruffer version but still got a little twinkle in the eye well the the story that i would love is kind of the the justice league war animated right war no so, no war is not the right one wars with dark side right why are we asking no. each other we don't know <laughs> what oh sorry yeah no it is war war is the first one in the new 52 style yeah where they all kind of spawn from there yeah when they just continue to get worse yeah, <clears throat> I get I get war and doom mixed up because doom is the great one. Yeah, doom is yes. so good. Yeah, that's the one where uh, Vandal Savage mm-hmm. 
rec- like steals Batman's contingency plans. Yes. Oh, it's so, so oh, good. It's ama- I just rewatched that again recently. It's unbelievable. Yeah. It's um, fucking epic. But I, I love the interaction in War when Hal first meets Batman. Mm-hmm. And Hal has this like, huge overconfidence of like, I'm a Green Lantern. I can do anything. And I feel like that's very Brendan Fraser still. Yeah, I think like, that could work. Like, I imagine him being off planet for so long, coming back kind of like ready to recruit the next one Mm -hmm. and having this overconfidence, not knowing what earth is like anymore. Yeah. All of a sudden there's superheroes everywhere. Yeah. I mean, somehow they were always there and just no one knew about them. Right. When Superman showed up, there's a fish person, an alien fish guy, Uh, run fast guy, goddess. Yeah. A whole Island of Greek goddesses. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And then also Batman's been around for 20 years. Yeah. But he doesn't know. And all of his, yeah. Gotcha. All he did was fly planes. Yeah, less said the better. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I think that could be really cool as well. So, yeah. but I, mean, I guess if we're getting him on the the show, the chances are we probably won't see him. And I, I just don't know if he's a big enough name for Green Lantern Corps because you, you feel mm-hmm. like, especially after the last one bombed so horribly, it was, it was like it's so derided. <laughs> oh, I I know. I, I feel like you need two pretty big name guys to jump in there. Yeah. So. Who would you see as a, a John Stewart? I mean, some of the names have been thrown around. Like Common has been mentioned a few times. <laughs> yes. uh, I mean, he already was just like that random gangster though in Suicide Squad. But does that matter? No, it doesn't. Um, I don't know. He could be cool. It's weird that Common is like such a like prominent actor now. Yeah, I know, right? He's good though. He's good. Yeah, He's I mean, really good. My one of my favorite action scenes is is still the. The casual gunfight between him and John Wick. Oh shit! And John Wick the too. And yes. It's like just like in between the armpits, like pew 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 pew. It's it's so wonderful. It's and so amazing. Uh, I know, like Tyrese Gibson's been like trying to convince people to hire him for years, and that's that's just not gonna happen. Right. Um, Especially for John. No, because you like he shouldn't be a wisecracking guy. Like he right. should be. That, that's Hal and yeah, like, he should Kyle. be like the more stoic serious one which in of itself is a fun play on like the buddy cop thing because it's usually like the older gruffer mentor and the young kind of snappy sarcastic trainee mm-hmm. it would be fun to see that dynamic reversed of like the mentor being the the more fun loving one and the new guy being kind of like, like we have stiff. a job to do like come on let's, let's yeah do, let's do this right who um who would you want to see as, oh man as john stewart as, as john stewart mm-hmm I mean, if we're going, I can't think of a young. I mean, just because I love him so much, uh, uh, Gambino, Childish Gambino. Oh, Donald Glover. Donald Glover. Mm, I don't know if he's. I mean, he can do serious. I I don't think he has the, the body, the build for it. No, he, I mean he's he could, a little too lean. He could get there though. Yeah, he could easily get there. I mean, he doesn't have the commanding because pre- because John Stewart was a like a former. He's a former Marine. Yeah. Current uh, architect. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we're missing the obvious answer here. Taiko Titi. I was going to say Little Romeo. Oh, of course, <laughs> Little Romeo. <laughs> we could just further unite the disparate universes with yeah. a, a Little Romeo, uh, John Stewart. Um, uh, who's, who? Um, oh, what's, what's the actor uh, who has the, the name that I can never pronounce correctly? He was in... Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, um, I'm going to butcher this as well. Jamon Hansu? Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. 
I think he'd be great. He'd be cool, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think he's playing like the Fish King in Aquaman. Oh, that's right. I feel like he has spots somewhere else in the DC universe too. I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, mm, 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 I don't know. Uh, who would you get for? Um, oh, Michael B. Jordan. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, there yeah. we go. Everything's better with Michael B. Jordan. Let's Everything. Yeah. Or or original Michael Jordan. <laughs> Actually, that's what we should do. <laughs> it should be Michael B. Jordan as John Stewart and Michael Jordan as Hal Jordan. Yes. Amazing. I'm down. So many 100%. Michael Jordans. So many Jordans. It's it's the greatest thing ever. Yeah. Everyone's wearing Jordan sneakers. Mm-hmm. We're in. It's problem solved. Absolutely. Yeah. Can we get a cameo role in there somewhere for Jordan Sparks? I'm sure she'll make the song. Yeah, she'll, yeah, we yeah. we can get her in there somewhere. So do the theme. Yeah, uh, who would you want for Guy? Mr. Guy uh, Gardner. Mr. Guy Gardner. Because um, I only I I think I have one name that fits perfectly. That I don't know if he'd be willing to dye his hair for it though. Who? Mr. Mikey Mark Wahlberg. Oh my god! Like how amazing would that Mark actually, Wahlberg be as Guy Mark Gardner? Mark Wahlberg with a bright orange bowl cut, <laughs> being. The butt of the Green Lantern universe. Yeah, I'm absolutely on board for. Like, that be do, let's so just do good. It. Yeah, it'd be so it'd be so amazing. Yeah, but guys, it's the Transformers. But but he doesn't know because yeah. it fits so well. Because I don't think like they would hand him the script, and I don't think he would realize that he's the butt of the joke. He's the he's the comic. Like, he would think that he is the hero, just like Guy thinks he is the hero. I, I'm down. Mm-hmm. All right, this is the movie we want to see: Michael B. Jordan, Hal Jordan, Mark Wahlberg. Music by Jordan Sparks. <laughs> yes. Let's do it. <laughs> With cameo by Mark by Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. 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 We need we need his rap verse <laughs> in the middle oh, of the Jordan Sparks yes. song. He's just he like comes out in like the, the classic Calvin Klein underwear look and everyone's like, God it's like guy, guy <laughs> put your pants back up. We have work to do, all right? No yeah, one needs to see that. This is my work. Yeah. <laughs> I'm working. Yeah. What are you doing? I'm saving the day. Do it. Um, Putting smiles on people's faces. <laughs> like, Do you have any no, other news? <laughs> no one likes him. So he just goes around and just like creates constructs, like forces people to smile. Yeah. He's psycho. Um, I mean, we, we did get our first look at Captain Marvel. That's very true. I forgot about that. M- to clarify, Marvel Cinematic Universe Captain Marvel. Yes. Not Shazam, formerly known as Captain Marvel. I feel Marvel. like they, they've, they've pretty much abandoned. It's pretty much abandoned at this point. It's just, yeah. it's just Shazam. But I don't, it's I mean, just those pedantic people and me from four years ago being exactly. like, well, technically. Um, actually. Yeah. Uh, no, I think it looks really good. I mean, all we've seen is photos, but like, she looks great. She's in the classic version of the suit. Mm-hmm. Um, we got some young Nick Fury, some really well de-aged yeah. Nick Fury. Well, I mean, it, it helps that he hasn't aged since Pulp Fiction. Oh, my God, no. But, like, they did a really good job for, like, putting hair back on his head and giving him another eye. Yeah. You know, because Samuel Jackson only has one. Right. Um, no, like, he looks great. Do we you got... think he walks around with the eye patch on in his free time? Yeah, why wouldn't you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think he walks around with his eye patch on, wearing the coat from Shaft with his badass motherfucker engraved lightsaber hanging off his belt. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And then in the um, Unbreakable Wheelchair. In the Unbreakable just Wheelchair. rolling around yeah. his, his mansion. Um, and he just goes around just, just telling people, hold on to your butts yeah. as he rolls down the street. Do you think he throws snakes at people? It's Absolutely. like, get these motherfucking <laughs> snakes out of here. <laughs> like, that's a story. Like, there, there's that's those stories of, of Bill Murray <laughs> popping up in people's places and being like, yeah, I do this because no one will believe the story. Yeah. Like, that's what I want Sam Jackson 10 years from now. Just like... Showing up at a at a restaurant, throwing snakes on a table, and walking out. And he talks to the lift. Yeah, yeah. 
the greatest gift of the world, mm-hmm. Samuel Jackson. Um, no, but like I mean, the rest of the cast looks good too. Get some Jew Law in there as the yeah. I guess what Marvel, Mar-Vel. or mm-hmm. most likely as Marvel. Yeah, and it seems like there's some kind of space cop thing going on here before mm-hmm. Captain Marvel becomes her own deal. Are, th- are those the Kroll we see? The scroll. Scroll. Yeah. The no. Scroll. Is, are th- do they have the DVD of Kroll, they the 1980s <laughs> sci-fi action film? Well, I mean, it's set in the 90s, so it's a VHS Probably, copy, yeah, sorry, but I mean, they, they have it. They just, yeah, I mean, okay. it's still popular to them. They mm-hmm. love it, absolutely. Well, I mean, that's where they get the name Scroll from. Yeah. Is there's the nerd with the lisp. <laughs> it's Samuel Jackson, in fact. <laughs> oh, my God, it's the Scrolls. Yeah. The Krolls? No, the Scrolls. Yeah. This bit's going on too long. Um, it's never too long. It's never too never long. killed a bit. No. I... You know, I'm excited about this, man, but we're pretty much excited for every Marvel movie that comes down the pipeline at this point. But yep. it's, you know, I, I think this one's going to be a pretty big departure just because of the time period it's set in. Um, we're getting younger versions of the characters. Like, mm-hmm. I think we get, well, we were getting um, Coulson in there again somewhere, which should be great. Mm-hmm. Ronan's back. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, and he's like, because like, he, and then... Because um, he looks the same, but also, like, a little younger. A little bit younger. the exact same. Yeah, and then, um, I forget what was... What was Jamon Hansu's... Oh, my God, I'm all gassy. His character called? Uh, I, I do not remember. Korath? Sure. That sounds right. That sounds alien enough. It's, that's either Guardians of the Galaxy or Star Wars. It's one of those weird... Or maybe the Hunger Games. It's one of those weird, slightly off names. I don't think it's Hunger Games. I, I think I know who you're thinking of in Hunger Games. I don't think that was his name, though. Who am I thinking of in Hunger Games? I think you're thinking of the, the blonde, ripped guy. Oh, Finnick Odair? Nope, not that guy. But yes, that guy. Yeah, that, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, about. Sam Claflin's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've never seen the, the last two. You don't need to. Why bother? Um, no, I think it's... I'm excited about it. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there, there was a great joke. Someone tweeted or posted on Facebook. Of, it was the photo of Brie Larson in the, some like 90s band shirt. Oh, it's Nine Inch Nails. Is it okay? Yeah, nine, in the nine inch nails shirt. Come on, man. It's, I like, didn't get. To, I didn't see the whole photo. She's wearing a, the bomber jacket on top of it. Yeah, but it's like you can still see the nine inch nails logo. It's like one of the most obvious logos. I listened to three nine inch nail songs. All right, but you would still recognize their logo. Sure. Okay. God. Actually, no. Sorry, I listened to one nine inch nail song. I've been thinking three days grace this whole time. <laughs> I, um, My emo phase was like twelve years after yours. I never had an emo phase. <gasps> Chris. Look at look at this <laughs> Teutonic visage. Imagine this trying to go emo. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. You missed your chance to express yourself. It's fine. I'm making up for it now. Uh, but that was the joke of like, we need a like we need a good '90s reference on a T-shirt, and then there's the 40 year old PA on the side oh, who yeah. hasn't been able to buy a new shirt since 1998. <clears throat> it's like my day has finally come. Yeah. <laughs> Here you go, Miss Larson. Oh, yeah, I saw that. That was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I have uh, two other quick bits of news. Okay. Uh, one of oh, them... Oh, sorry, Negative Man. We, oh, right. we completely skipped over. Alan Tudyk is playing Negative Man. I'm super pumped for that. Right. It's amazing. Yes. Alan, anything with Alan Tudyk just makes it infinitely better. He'll be amazing. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, so in the, <laughs> the most DC film universe news ever... There was a 24-hour period where Alec oh Baldwin God. was going to play a Donald Trump-esque version of Thomas Wayne in the Todd Phillips Walking Phoenix Joker movie. Too many parts about that are crazy. Um, but then within a day, he then pulled out of it. Oh, that, that would have been so good. I, it was like just enough time for you to go, what? 
okay, I guess that makes sense. Well, actually, I could be kind of interested in this. This could be cool. Oh, wait, never mind. It's done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, take out the, the Donald Trump side of it, and I would have loved to see Alec Baldwin play Thomas Wayne. That movie is going to be so fucking weird. Yeah. I don't even know. Like, they just keep out-weirding themselves. I mean, I think that's all they have going for them at this point. Is that they're just bizarre? Yeah. I think everyone's going to go see that movie out of just morbid curiosity. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no way it can be good. Well, I mean, as, as we just mentioned, everything Marvel does, we get excited for. Yeah. I think I think DC has gotten to the point where we're like, okay, we can't just announce things because people aren't excited anymore. Yeah. We just have to give them the weird stuff, and then they'll be curious enough to want to pursue the pursue it what kind of bad will this be that's basically our motto now going into all the dc movies exactly what particular brand of absurd are they going to go for this time Mm -hmm. um okay actually i had one other just random little bit of news okay i'm sure this flew under most people's radar but there is a movie coming to hbo soon starring peter dinklage as the late great herve villachez a.k.a. Knickknack from The Man with the Golden Gun. And also, I don't know his character's name, but he was on Fantasy Island with Ricardo Montalban. But it's Peter Dinklage mm-hmm. playing... What nationality was Hervé Villachez? Like, it sounds... Hervé Villachez has a very distinct, like, oh, Mr. Scaramanga. It's a horrible... Like, this, it, I assume this is all James Bond? This is all James Bond. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, like, very, very particular accent. But the movie is called My Dinner with Hervé, and it's about... A reporter who spent like one, like a based on true story of a crazy night hanging out with Herve Villachez, who was like just like this notorious kind of like crazy persona. That I'm super excited. I'm it. very excited for yeah. it. Everything about that sounds fantastic. Um, but yeah, I think that's it for our, our random, our random news. Our random I, I could talk about a million random pieces of news. No, but I'm good. We, we can hold off on I'm that. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Because uh, we have to get along to the winning edge. Yes. Now, did you know who the surprise guest villain was in this before you went to go see it? Before you went to watch it? Well, once I saw the the steroid patches, I had a I had a guess. The slappers? Yeah. Slappers. Slappers is so uh, the the basic premise is uh, athletes at Terry's school. Uh, the what is that sport actually called? I, I don't think they ever say. Okay, because it's, it's just it's like it's air hockey. Well, it's gi- it's, it's it's hover hockey. Jialai. Whatever. Which I, yeah, the, the one I brought up a yeah, while ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, air hockey. We'll go with that. Yeah. So yeah. I don't have to keep Googling what's the sport <laughs> what's with the giant <laughs> glove. Yeah, we're going to just call it air hockey. Yeah. Um, uh, with a little bit of like Ender's game, because I didn't, because it's, it's, is it zero G or less yeah, gravity? Yeah, it's, it's some weird, I don't know how that's supposed to work, because there, there are times when there's full gravity and times when there's not. Right. So I don't know if there are, I imagine there's not repulsors in the suit because like you get knocked into that space and you kind of float around. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how that works. I don't know if it's just like, cause it's not pressurized. Is it, is it just like a giant fan in the vein of like the I fly sort of places? It's, I and think like, it has to be. Cause we see the door get knocked open and everyone is still floating. Yeah. I think how it works, it works like air hockey actually. Yeah. Like I think it's the door closes and then there's like a really powerful, fan system underneath and just at that point in the future they've designed a way for it to like blast up through um like probably like small holes mm-hmm. on the bottom of the rink in the same vein as air hockey yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll believe that yeah sure. that's that sounds science is sound plausible-ish mm-hmm. 
Uh, but yeah, a whole bunch of the athletes are taking are, are roiding up. Yeah. with these uh, with, slappers. Yeah, this drug called slappers, which is the most '90s drug name I could I could think of. Yeah, because I think around the early 2000s was when cheese became a thing. Oh, right. What was cheesing? I that, I'm not the right person to ask. Awesome. I know you would expect a white boy from the upper middle class area of Dallas would know what that is. Uh, just, but surprisingly, me. my neighborhood was more cocaine. Oh, no, this wasn't. I, I, not, not me neighborhood, like yeah. my, my school neighborhood. No, you, Sorry, were, let me you were selling that. cocaine to all of your high school. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I didn't, too, I didn't do any of it. Yeah, no one expects the nerdy cheerleader to sell cocaine <laughs> no one to expects, the jocks. Exactly. Um, what it's my I, niche. What I really love is that uh, like there's all this whispering going on about slappers, and there's one guy who's just got, like the slapper bracelet, and he's like, "Oh, are these like back in again? <laughs> oh, yes, my Finally. day has come." <laughs> but yeah, they're all they're all roiding out, and uh... <laughs> once I saw the the animation effect of when they put the sticker on, yeah, I'm like, "Oh, yeah, it's a Bane episode. It's clearly a Bane episode." But I thought I thought it was a clever way to bring back that character, mm-hmm. you know, because. And and even add another twist on top of it. Yeah, that it's that it's know, not him. It's yeah, that like we expect it to you know him being off in that villa or whatever and just producing all this stuff. When we go and meet him, and he's just this really gaunt, decrepit wreck. Yeah, um, I mean, let's be honest. This whole episode is just a massive PSA about drugs, drugs. in general, but particularly yeah. steroids. When, when did the big? You're not the right person to ask. No audience. When was the big like baseball steroid riot? Um, well, I mean, it was, it was, um, is that early 2000? I mean, it would have been after this. Wait, was it Mark McGrath? Mark McGuire. Mark, Mark oh, <laughs> was it Mark McGrath? Wasn't that the guy from Sugar Ray? I think so. I was also thinking Mark McClure, who was Jimmy Olsen from the 1970 Superman movie. Also, uh, the older brother of Marty McFly in Back to the Future. But none uh. of those are Hall of Fame baseball player who discovered for using steroids. Mm-hmm. Because Barry Bonds is also caught up in all that, yeah. too. So, I mean, that would all would have been, again, late 90s, early 2000s, like right mm-hmm. around yeah, this right time, around this. Mm-hmm. I think. I think listeners like a year who know more about sports, this. please tell us. Right. Um, the only reason I know those names is because they were the playable characters in Backyard Baseball. What was his name again? Mark McGuire. Okay, I keep thinking Mark McGuire. <laughs> no, he was, he was first baseman on the cardinals i think it was the cardinals yeah that sounds right right yeah because he had he had the red hat wait is there's also a football team the cardinals the arizona cardinals is i think that's the baseball team but are they both it's probably both (laughs) god (laughs) oh man my whole family would be so mad at me right now famous football team the new york yankees yes um undefeated undefeated new york yankees uh, just scoring all those touchdowns left and right. Mm-hmm. Um, Destroyed the Blackhawks. Yeah, just wrecked them. Yeah. Oh, man. So, I mean, yeah, the whole thing is basically just like, don't do drugs, okay? But I think it's still... Do you think that messaging got in its own way, or was it still able to function as a good episode? I The very end, I was expecting like a, a terrifying overdose scene. Because you, you see, yeah. so the, the real villain is not Bane, but it's caretaker. Bane was in such a bad state that he couldn't make the venom for himself anymore. So he had to teach his caretaker how to make it. Um, and uh, his caretaker was like, oh, I'm just going to sell this stuff. 
to kids. Yeah, to kids, because yeah. they'll buy it. I got a goatee, and I'm cool. Yeah. Um, and I like hanging out with teenagers through yeah. the window of my car under overpasses next to high schools. Well, what's weird is that's the exact same scene that Young Justice uses when Lex is giving Superboy the Superman patches. Like, oh, I, I want to do I an overlay, and I think they forgot. traced it. I forgot about... Because it's the exact same camera angle, same, like, car. Yeah. I forgot about the Superman patches. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. That was a thing. I've only ever seen Young Justice once, though, so that's probably... Oh, Chris. I know. I, I, I'm sure... No, yeah, I'm sure it'll be on the streaming service. Well, yeah, I'm sh- absolutely, because they have the next season coming along. Mm-hmm. No, oh, oh, my God, I'm I'll, so I'll ready for it. it. I'll rewatch it. Um, I want to rewatch it. I really yeah, loved it. Superman patches. Um, I forgot about those. My God. Yeah, yeah. So the villain, uh, he he puts on like five patches to fight Terry, mm-hmm. and then Terry throws him into a crate of more patches, and you just kind of see him like bulk, like Go get super, crazy, yeah, crazy, yeah, out. like bigger than Bane was. And I wanted a really terrifying overdose scene. Yeah, I, where, in like, my his, like his eyes roll back. It's just like you just see the whites of his eyes. He kind of like foam. It was probably a little too intense for a kids show. Probably. But if you're gonna get the message across, yeah, I want to see like, him like foam at the mouth. It's like one, one back. drop of foam, and then like is just not even trying to hit Batman. I mean, we kind of see this where he's just like swinging his arms wildly. Yeah, and then you just see him collapse. Do you think that as his torso grows and his upper body grows, his balls shrink at a equivalent rate? I feel like Bane has had such a long time to perfect this. I feel like he, he's, he's mixed in some, like, Viagra. He's found a way to maintain the, <laughs> maintain his nuts. Yes. The whole thing. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a, he's a clever guy, actually. Like, yeah. people underestimate what a genius Bane is supposed to be. Well, I, I mean, we're, we're basing this off of steroids. Yeah. And I feel like Bane would have improved steroids to, I mean, not, that's true. to not get caught... One would First hope off. that one of the side effects of Venom or one of the advantages that Venom has over traditional steroids was a lack of ball shrinkage. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If anything, they probably make your balls get bigger. Oh, yeah. 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 Which, well, hang on. You got to be careful with that, though, because Bane famously always wore a leotard. I mean, those are, there's not a lot of extra room. We can tuck. <laughs> it's not important. Oh, no. Oh, no, it is. If there's one thing we should be talking about on this podcast is where Bane keeps his balls. Yeah. Uh, what, what, what do you think? Well, he's got to wear some, like, wait, hang on, hang on. I want to talk about this real quick. Do we want to talk about this real I quick? I do want to talk about this real quick. Like, do, do Batman villains wear cups under their uniforms? Because... If you're, like, one presumes that Batman has some sort of unit protection going on. Oh, yeah, for sure. Do his villains then also plan accordingly? Be like, at some point, I'm going to get a fight with Batman. And even if he's enough of a gentleman to not deliberately hit me in the nuts, there's grappling going on sometimes, literally, with grapple guns. You got to watch out. Yeah. So do you think the Joker, like, well, the Joker probably, like, stuffs his pants with, like, some weird goofy thing. Yeah. But I feel like the, the Riddler, the Riddler's definitely an insecure Rid- man. He he probably like wears a like two sizes too big of a cup. Yeah. To try and show off a little I, bit. I see, I see Joker having <clears throat> the like the bath rubber ducks in his pants. And oh, that's his protection. Oh yeah, exactly. Like an inflatable rubber ducky. Yeah. Around around his junk. Yeah. 
Um, not even just just like just filling his pants with them. Like at a moment's notice, he can just like pull a pole string and just yeah, it inflates. Um, okay. Well, Mr. Freeze wouldn't need one. He's in a metal suit. Same right. with Firefly. And sometimes uh, it's just a head. Yeah, the penguin, it's just a head. Exactly. Mm-hmm. He doesn't need that there. The penguin's too posh. Does, hold on, does Freeze feel, since his body is, is permanently frostbitten, Yeah. does he feel, does he still have nerve endings to, Probably to feel not. hits? Probably not, actually. So even before he was wearing the suit, even if he was going al fresco, mm-hmm. still wouldn't be a problem. Yeah. Hmm. Was he the first case of blue balls? I mean, <laughs> I mean, only in the most literal sense. <laughs> Not until 1996. Yeah, but also, I mean, he's very, he's very, very devoted to his wife. Yeah. So I, I imagine he probably wasn't sleeping around. Also, how could he? Like, he's got a, a popsicle dick. Yeah. Like, what? Who can handle that? Well, let's switch, let's switch characters. <laughs> okay. Um. Let's see. Penguin obviously wouldn't wear a cup. He's mm-hmm. too posh. Um, the Mad Hatter probably just like. Keeps his junk inside of a teapot. I feel like the Mad Hatter, just once it would get to the grappling phase, he would tap out. Like that, once, yeah, it would, once it would get to any physical. Same with Penguin. Like once there's yeah, any not, physical confrontation, they're just like, mm, no, you win. They're not I'm really, done. yeah, not really fighters. Uh, yeah. Obviously, the Scarecrow just stuffs it with straw. Yeah. Um, who, who are we missing out on here? Bane. Well, yeah, I mean Bane. I, I, Bane. Think, I think Bane wears. You, pro- you know what? In the vein of his general aesthetic, he probably wears like a spike studded cup. Studs on the He did in the nineties for outside. sure. Oh absolutely, yeah. yeah. Like yeah, on the outside mind you on the inside. That would mm-hmm. be bizarre. No, no, no I, I got you. Yeah. It's worth clarifying. Yeah. Worth clarifying. Um Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think we got a we got a good Yeah. Good list I think there. we have a better understanding now of the the wide wide world of supervillain uh protective wear. Mm-hmm. So do you think Wayne Enterprises creates, like, specialty military cups just for Batman and his villains? <laughs> Carbon fiber weave? Yes. <laughs> Strong enough to stop a bullet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> bullet or a batarang. Do you think Lucius Fox just, like, tries them out on himself first? You know, no, what I bet Lucius does is, but, so, in, in, in Batman Begins in Dark Knight, we kind of learned that it's the... The, the patents that didn't get approved right. are the ones that kind of turn into the bat stuff. Yeah. I feel like in between those phases, uh, it's, he, he doesn't try it on, his cell, on himself. He, give, he leaks it into the, into the Gotham underworld so Batman can learn the problems with it so he knows how to make them better. There we go. Yeah. Yep. Uh, also, do you think that the, the, the bat cup mm-hmm. is temperature controlled to prevent bat wing? I, I'm missing the pun. Well, batwing is when your your balls get stuck to your leg, like if it's sweaty. Oh, wait, is that a real? It's term? a term. It's a real term. I don't know that term. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, I'm sure. Cause yeah. I mean, he's got to have a way to. This whole to, suit's got to be temperature controlled. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, especially because like, Gotham is supposed to be in the Northeast. Oh yeah, very yeah. humid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, not even just humid. They have real seasons. Oh, that's true. He doesn't have like a Batman winter coat. What's that like? Yeah. Oh, but sometimes he does. That's though. very true. Sometimes he does. Yeah, he's got that sweet winter eyes, like all white suit, the flamethrowers. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the Batman universe, but I still love it. Well, I was gonna go with um, <clears throat> he has to have, he has to have a way to relieve himself. Same oh. same with the way Iron Man built in his own 
filtration uh, system. Filtration yeah, system, which is amazing. Like that's such a great Tony Stark thing. It's, it's it really is. Mm-hmm. What would Batman's? Does he just have like a catheter? Maybe. Mm, no, that's too much. It's he too also easy. he all, not only has to be able to relieve himself on the on the fly, but he also has to be capable of having sex with Catwoman on a rooftop, still in a costume. Yeah, at a moment's notice. Well, I mean, we know that he can just keep the cowl on, right? And everything else can come off, right? But I think, like, he's got to be able to do like cowl stays on, shirt comes off, gloves stay on, boots for Boot- sure stay on. Yeah, he's utility what- belt. Then he puts it back on. Uh, yeah, I think he like hikes down. And then reclips the belt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, he definitely leaves boots on, though. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like Bruce Wayne's a leaves his socks on kind of guy. Yeah, for sure. Mm, it's just wrong. Mm-hmm. It's just aesthetically unbalanced. Especially if they're white socks. Oh, God. Oh, like, no, no. He doesn't, like, he doesn't own anything white. No, what am I saying? No. He's wearing, like, yeah, full on, like, military grade, like, sweat absorbing carbon fiber. Everything he owns is carbon fiber weave. His underwear, his socks. Yeah. His cup. Mm-hmm. The whole deal. What were we talking about? <laughs> um, this, uh, this episode, Bane, I, I think the the yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah yeah. I like this episode a lot. I think it's a clever way to bring back uh, an original villain mm-hmm. um, without it having being just that villain making reappearance, like a pale imitation. I, I even like the subtle nods to like Bane's look, like when the uh, the attendant takes off his lab coat, he's just got the the black yeah. wife beater or whatever on mm-hmm. and it, i mean when he especially rides out he basically just looks similar enough to bane right i don't know i thought it was kind of like a, a clever way of doing it i mean you know we got a great red herring in this episode in the form of the the hockey coach the air hockey coach mm-hmm. we assume it's him it's not yeah i i really liked the parallels between um like the the drug addiction look of the oh the yeah athlete. they're all and gaunt then, and sickly yeah and, and then Terry just being just exhausted tired all the time mm-hmm. yeah I mean that's I mean, it was and kind of inevitable they would include that element here but I did like that little inclusion of his mom finding the patches and mm-hmm. not believing him and it's and it's the excuse that you hear every kid give yeah I found them like I, I'm holding them for a friend I yeah. found them they're not mine yeah I and, feel like it was it was it wasn't pushy PSA. Like no. it, it was just enough to like, you get it. Yeah. But you don't feel like they're force feeding it to you. Well, I mean, they never gave us a steroid or drug PSA with Batman made it series. Instead of six train episode. We just learned a lot about the dangers of trains, mm-hmm. but how, how to live your life, losing a limb to yeah, a train. Exactly. <laughs> you can still be a good person. You even can if still you lose, a, lose a leg. Yeah. To a train. God still accepts you. Yeah. <laughs> Your brother doesn't, but yeah. God does. Your brother hates you. God's on your side, buddy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's giving you a leg up. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, did you find that old sickly Bane kind of looked like modern day Clint Eastwood? I didn't get a good enough look at him. Okay. I wasn't paying enough attention to Shocking. Absolutely yeah. shocking. <laughs> Sorry, I was drawing. Of course you were. Um... Yeah, but to your point, like, we expect him to go through a full overdose at the end, and, like, he kind of pretends like he's having one, and then he fights back, and then, what, he just, like, gets caught in an explosion eventually, and that's what yeah, takes he, him out. Yeah, he, like, punches a bomb or something. Or something. Um, <laughs> stop punching so many bombs. Yeah. Well, what, what I found really interesting about this episode is the way Terry moved in the bat suit, I felt was very different in this episode. In what way? 
he felt very Spider-Man to me. You know, I noticed that too, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he seemed very lithe. He he did a lot of hanging upside down, which yeah. I think is what it, I think is where I'm getting the Spider-Man thing. Yeah, there's that one point when he like shoots a web out of his hand and swings across the city. Mm-hmm. It's very Spider-Man-esque. Yeah, mm-hmm. lots of red and blues. Yeah. He had a you whole different look this show time. Show up to New York. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was fighting the villain Venom. Yeah. Yeah, but he couldn't punch him. He could only kick him. Yeah. Yeah. Did we watch the wrong show? I think we might have watched The Amazing Spider-Man. Oh, shit. Oh, thank God. It was still incredible. Yeah. J. Jonas Jameson was there. Yeah. And he was ranting and raving about the dangers of steroids. Yeah. yeah. And why Spider-Man brought steroids yeah, to New York City. Yeah, clearly Spider-Man's doing all the steroids. Yeah. Yeah. He's introducing steroids into New York. Yeah. Just to the youths. Only the youths. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he leaves everyone else alone. Uh, Spider Man's yeah, ages. There was the the scene where when he opens the locker, he he sneaks into his own school in the bat suit. He opens yeah. the jocks locker and he's upside down in the like the the very Spider Man pose, like knee to elbow. Yeah, one leg straight, one leg opening the door. But then he has that nice. It must be very cathartic for him to be able to beat up his gym teacher. Oh my god! Right? Yeah, like and to get away with it. Yeah. He's a dick. Yeah. Both the gym teacher and Terry. Yeah. Terry's a bit of a dick. A little bit. Yeah. He's got a lot of anger problems. And I feel like that that really helped well, him. Well, he's wearing the studded cup Back inside up. out. That's mm-hmm. why he's so angry all the yeah. time. Um there was there was a line that I thought was a very weird way to phrase it. Uh Terry says he's rim deprived. Seriously rim deprived. No, rem. Yeah. Rem, like I, I'm saying rem. Oh, I thought you were saying rim. Like no, he's no, no. Rim deprived. No, that's like rem. No, I understand what he was saying. I'm okay. Saying, why did he phrase it? Like that's not a future way to say sleep deprived. Yeah, it is. This is also the universe. They say like shway. Yeah, and I would say shway. Would you say shway if you hadn't heard if shway from this show? If I was in high school, when, if I was in high school during this show, like like 2002 high school, I would have totally said shway. Can we can we send you to a high school now as you are? I would love and like, that. Hey kids, what's shway these days, my fellow youths? I feel like I could make the cheer team instantly. <laughs> oh my god, of course you could. <laughs> I wouldn't even try and like infiltrate the popular kids. I would just immediately go back into my old habits of just I, hanging out with the school counselor and. Because that, that was like, I was friends with the school counselors. Right. I, I could see you going back. Just and, immediately going into the theater program. Yeah. You, you would go back and pretend to be like the cool gay kid. And eventually you'd get caught not for being like in your mid-20s, but for being straight. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think I told you there was, um, we had a, a senior retreat. I was in all guys school. Mm-hmm. Probably brought that up a million times already. Lucky bastard. Yeah. Um, and we had a. Uh, a retreat where our whole class goes to kind of this campsite for uh, for two days. Mm-hmm. And there's a moment where all the teachers leave us alone in this open room. And it's just an hour where you can kind of talk to your class about anything and everything. Oh, it's not where my brain went. Continue. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a 249-person orgy. Oh, I was going to just... Just a circle jerk. Yeah. All right. Sure. Like, let's keep it reasonable. Uh, but the, the retreat is kind of famous for... for kids coming out of the closet. Oh, okay. Cause it's, you know, it's senior year. You, you really kind of get close to your brothers. Mm-hmm. And so everyone was looking at me and my friend to be like, it's gotta be one of them. Like it's like, we know for sure it's gotta be one of these two. It's there's <laughs> like there, I could feel the gazes of just like, are you going to go up? Like we, there's no one on stage. By the way, you mean you were feeling the gaze of everyone around you, not the handful of kids that just came out. Referring to them as the gazes. Oh no, I was. 
Which is now surprisingly, now. all 248 other students came out and it made it real awkward for me and my exactly. friends. Did you have to stand up and in yourself be like, I know what you guys think, but I assure you. I mean, straight as an arrow. Well, was, was, I'm not going to talk about it. Never mind. Um, <laughs> yeah, so like, we had to deal with that. What were we talking about? High school. Um, high school, yeah, high yeah. school, yeah. High school drug it use. It never ends, man. Never. It's always going back. It's always reliving it. Four years, you think for sure. That's all you have to endure. All the total dicks, all the stuck-up chicks. So superficial, so immature. What song is that? <laughs> Falling for soups, high school never ends. Oh, I mean, I do and love then these. then when you graduate, do... you take a look around, you say, hey, wait. This is the same place where I just came from. I thought it was over. Just wait. Hold on. Just wait. Wait, did Bowling for Soup do Stacy's mom? No. No. Bowling for Soup did... 1985. That's the one I was thinking mm-hmm. of. That's a good song. It's a great song. Oh. Bowling for Soup is just a great band. Yeah. Okay. This podcast episode brought to you by... Bowling for Soup. Bowling fans. for Soup and their great song, 1985. We'll put it in the bat plug. And High School Never Ends. Come on. It's a great song. Okay, fine. I'll there's add... A, there's a lot of great references in it. I'll add high school never ends. They basically turn all of Hollywood into their high school stereotypes. Okay. So Brad Pitt's the quarterback. Oh, maybe I've I do know this song, one. actually. Or maybe I'm thinking of Shania Twain's that don't impress me much. <laughs> it's also a great song. Yeah, it is. Um, oh, I mean, overall, though, I like this episode a it's lot. It's a great episode. Like, I didn't have much to talk about it, just about the episode, because it's just... I not, mean, there's a lot we could have talked about. <laughs> but not, not much really happens. It's just, mm-hmm. like, things progress. It's pretty decent. Whatever. Uh, um, I love the moment where... T- uh, so Terry gets grounded, because his mom thinks that he's on drugs. Yeah. Um, so he goes to Bruce and be like, Bruce, can you help me oh, deal yeah. with this? And he's like, uh, what did he say? Arch criminals I can handle. Mothers are another story. Yeah. I'm like, like, yeah. It's he pretty, doesn't have a mom. It's pretty good. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I would have. I I don't think it ever happens, but I would have loved to see a moment in this series where like uh, Terry's mom just like goes toe to toe with Bruce and he doesn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that'd be amazing. Yeah, like, I don't. It's mother is what he's just like. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go. Thank you, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Well, because his only reference would be, um, well, I guess Tim and his dad. We don't see that relationship in the series, but uh, well, Tim's dad's dead. Mom? No, no, no. Uh, Jason, Jason's dad. No, 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 Tim Drake's dad. Yeah, there's no Jason in this universe, and Tim Drake's dad dies. They find, like, like, oh, we found a body, you know, matching the description in a river somewhere. Okay. Yeah. That's right. Okay, sorry. Yeah, they're Mm -hmm. all orphans. I I, I was basing it off the comics. How dare... The comics you haven't read? Yes! (laughs) Get off my back! (laughs) Well, thank God, uh, this Saturday, the premiere of DC Universe. Cameron could finally start reading some more comic books. I can. <laughs> you can. Uh, but I did like that little moment at the end where, like, Bruce comes along with Terry. He's like, don't worry, Mrs. McGinnis. Here are the drug results. Your son's fine. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. I, I mean, erased all the steroid results that, uh, that I've been pumping into him. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, he probably would do that, wouldn't he? Yeah. Yeah. And probably not tell him, either. No, he would probably just put it in his, I was about to say Bachelor Chow. Okay. <laughs> Futurama. Yeah, okay, yeah. I don't know why my brain went there. Did, did you, was, was like Puppy Chow big in your middle school and high school? Oh, like, like the, 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 the food, like the, the treat. I think, isn't Puppy Chow similar to Muddy Buddies? Isn't it the same what thing? Muddy Buddies. Like when you, <laughs> like when you take checks, like check cereal and you mix it with like chocolate and peanut butter and powdered yeah, sugar. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I mean, everyone loves that. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. It's so simple. I know. I kind of want some now. I, yeah. Man. Man. I miss high school. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> um, Spellbound. Spellbound. Uh, also a great episode. <laughs> it's good. But, I mean, pretty pretty consistently good episode so far this series. I, I feel mm-hmm. like we've only kind of had one kind of like meh. Um, I like this villain a lot. Spellbinder. Yeah, yeah he... Uh, um, he's very, it's like, obviously he's, I feel like he's very Mad Hatter inspired. Uh, yeah. Mad Hatter and Scarecrow. Yeah. A little bit of it's both kind of them. The, the psychological villains. Yeah. Um, he's got a great look. I was going to say it's very Cheshire Cat inspired. Yeah. I mean, so I, I think that that's why I connected to Mad Hatter. Oh, that I makes like, sense. Yeah, yeah. I hadn't thought about that before, but yeah, definitely get the, especially in the first, in the first dream sequence mm-hmm. or illusion sequence you see him oh, appear yeah. from a tree and you just see the stripes yeah that is a very cheshire cat moment there yeah. i had never actually made that connection mm-hmm. but like i say across the board all the villains have really cool looks yeah like i think just aesthetically this is a great series and a great universe mm-hmm. and I, I think their production design is fantastic but yeah well, he's i think awesome the, the the suits or the the costumes are great because they don't have to kind of like be restricted by that's true like any design choice they could just be like oh it's the future and then that just resolves that yeah so it all it all works Mm -hmm. yeah it looks yeah like in the future they have that fantastic um like full face mask where you can still see their lips move normally yeah i love it so good it's amazing yeah no i think he's he's a great villain i like also apparently a big uh movie fan because all of the illusion oh. sequences are based off of movies or television. Yeah, I mean, the first one is Raiders of the Lost Ark, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, also, I love that to justify Chelsea in her mind swinging around a machete, they just gave her a hairbrush, like yeah. tucked into her waistband <laughs> for like no good reason whatsoever. Also, wasn't she just dating the the steroid guy in the last episode? Yeah. All right, whatever. Yeah, he's in prison. It's true. Girl moves on. Yeah. Who blames her? I don't. I don't. Got to move on to the next jock. Yeah, exactly. We don't even know if he was a jock, though. Mm, you knew. Yeah, he's probably a jock, yeah, yeah. to be honest. Um, but, uh... It, wait, hold on. Is she the Summer Gleason? Is she just the the stand-in, like, girlfriend for whatever character they need to have? Wait, Summer... Summer Gleason was the news reporter. Other one. Who am I thinking of? Uh, Veronica Vreeland? That one. Yeah, I think she pretty much is. Chelsea's the Veronica Vreeland of the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, also love that in the future they still have newspapers because the dad, the dad's sitting there reading the newspaper as she's like moving around in the background. Mm-hmm. It did seem like an extra step for her to throw the statue into the water, but I guess that way it's that justifies why she goes missing. Like like oh she threw it away then like that's why it's gone and yeah. maybe it's part of like covering his tracks. Um, I love his little floating bee sting thing too. Oh yeah, his his weird flying car yeah like it, it doesn't really go with the rest of his aesthetic but it still looks really cool well, he probably stole it yeah he probably did yeah do you how do you feel the fact they never actually explain the origin of the technology in this does it does it work for you do you feel like they needed to do that or does the episode just work on its own i'm fine with it because we know he's the school the school psychologist yeah I, that was super heavy telegraphing too yeah well, what I thought was funny was his reasoning is so relevant oh. to today. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's like all these kids. All these kids whose parents, I, I deal with their problems year in and year out, but they pay their, what do they, what do they say? They pay their. Oh, like, their garbage men more. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. This, so. Like, Ooh, 
Oh, he's got a point. I mean, um, you know what? I'm on his side now. <laughs> I mean, talking about our high school experiences, like that was kind of a long running joke at my high school because I did go to high school in like a, a pretty wealthy town. Mm-hmm. But the kind of joke was you'd go down into the parking lot and uh, all of the like Priuses and BMWs belong to the students and the teachers are driving like the Corollas, <laughs> which is really, really sad. Mm-hmm. You rode your bike to school, right? Uh, uh, yes, despite <laughs> not knowing how to ride a bike. <laughs> oh, that's right. At almost 30. Uh, yes, in high school, I rode a bike very haphazardly every yeah. day. Never learned. We just walk it to school. <laughs> <laughs> it was my companion. I just yeah. wanted to, it was like my safety blanket. Exactly. Yeah. It, it reminded me of uh, no matter what you do, sometimes you just fail. <laughs> it was a good reminder to have every day going to school. Right. Um, uh, no, I was, I was okay with them not explaining the power. Yeah, it's I, kind of I, like, I think it's just like it's the future. We, there's advanced <clears throat> technology. I feel like they they cut out a scene that explained it because Possibly. you hear a crunch. And uh, so at the very end, when the the uh, spellbound goes over the cliff edge oh, yeah. and Batman grabs his hand, you hear something crack. Oh, yeah. Like he breaks Batman breaks the circuitry in his wrist. Yeah. Yeah. And so I feel like it, it was something in his glove that was keeping the illusion alive. Yeah, some sort of. And thing I feel like, like that. that was a scene of probably. Yeah, but explain I mean, that and then. It, I guess it. like they didn't really need to just because like visually it's all there. Like he carries around this like this orb and it has a lens in it that just like flashes imagery into your head. Mm-hmm. It makes it go to hallucination. Um, what you mentioned, all of them were inspired by movies. So the first one was Raiders of the Lost Ark, mm-hmm. and then the second one. Well, I guess it'd, it'd be like any war movie. Well, I think it's specifically Apocalypse Now because it ends with the napalm scene. Oh, I guess it does. I've actually never seen Apocalypse Now. Neither have I. I just know the napalm scene. Yeah. Uh, how did you feel about the vaguely Asian-looking soldiers that he was fighting against? Just ignored it. Yeah. I was like, mm, 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 no, I'm not. I'm not here for the social commentary. Yeah. I was like, mm, this is, mm. Except for teachers getting underpaid. Here's where, <laughs> here's where I see dating a little bit. Uh, yeah, and then I guess the last one is just like general aliens. It's not aliens specifically. They're just that, yeah. That's when I didn't. I was thinking Starship Troopers. Yeah, a little bit of Starship Troopers in there, I guess, because they're very bug esque. Yeah, uh, I did love that that moment when Bruce finally acknowledges the Spellbinder is like a real thing. Because initially he's like Chelsea is just a spoiled rotten girl, not worth yeah. investigating. Doesn't. Well, I mean, time. I think it's really important because that's who he grew up with. Are those that's true? People. Actually, and yeah. So he like he knows that class better than terry yeah that's true he would know they'd be like this is just them being obnoxious and i kind of wish they just threw that one line in somewhere yeah, it's like, like I, these yeah. are what i like when i went to school this is what i had to deal with but we were these you, bitches <laughs> what do you think bruce would have been like in high school because like he probably, probably listened to a lot of nine inch nails he probably listened to <laughs> and three days grace so much of it uh and then just like occasionally by himself he'd like lock himself in a room and listen to some bowling for soup yeah he was too upbeat to be heard listening to it. He was mm-hmm. nonstop emo phase, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. But I mean, he'll been like, Chris, there is a show that goes over this. <laughs> I refuse to acknowledge <laughs> his existence. Oh, sorry. So I want to bring up. Is it, like, is he already like 18 in that show? How does that even? I think the I don't actor wa- is. I don't want to know. I, apparently they're bringing in the mutants from like the Dark Knight Returns. <laughs> I heard that. It's yeah. such a fucking, I don't, I don't even. There was a. God damn it. There was a, there was a YouTube parody that I might have sent you at some point. Of, there, there was, it was first started as an animated pitch of Gotham High, which I would 100% be down for. Like, oh, unbelievably be down for that. Yes. Because uh, I think it was anim- er, illustrated in the same style as Clone High. Yeah. Um, which, Clone High. 
Unbelievable. Un- that was like what we watched in high school was Clone High. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's Lord Miller. That's like mm-hmm. old school, really early days Lord Miller. Yeah. Um, so there was a... Way, way back in the 1980s, secret government I employees... I song. I'm sorry. Dug up famous guys and ladies and made some amusing genetic copies. Now the clones are sexy teens now. They're going to make it if they try. I'm I'm avoiding. Yeah, no, you usually because, cut me off. I'm gonna let at, you see how long you can. Because go at for a certain it. point, it goes into like just an indecipherable lyric that no one knows what they say. Uh, there was there was a, a YouTube cut of Clone High. Thank you, Clone High. Uh, there was a YouTube cut where people brought in a bunch of live action clips from. Um, from rom-coms and from the DC films. Mm-hmm. And it was the it was mainly based off of 10 Things I Hate About You. Yes. It had I think I've seen, oh, right. I've seen this. Yeah. yeah. And it's and it's from Harley's perspective, trying to figure out who to go to prom with. And it's like, you have the quarterback, Harvey Dent. Yeah. Um, then there's this, like, really questionable girl in the science lab all the time named Pamela. So good. Uh, and it, oh, it was so funny. There's the dark brooding one who is, uh, uh, it was Christian Bale. Yeah. Like, then Bruce is over there. It's like, everyone just wants to know what Bruce is all about. Bruce's deal, huh? But what he's been it? talking to this other girl who doesn't even go to our school named Selena. Like, I don't know what's going on with them. You don't even go here. Yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, it's, it's, um, Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger. The, yeah. Is, is Joker doing all the Joker things. Yeah. Um, it's like, but I can't stop thinking about this, this. Uh, this Mr. J. I, I remember that actually. It's so so good. I'll put it in the I'll put it in the plugs. Okay. I'll, I'll link it because that's it's worth going back and it's, revisiting. It's, it's so like if you have three minutes, go and watch it. I think it's just called Gotham High. Yeah. It's so worth it. So good. Um, and why don't we have that show like animated? I know that be maybe like you know there maybe there's room for that now on <sighs> DC Universe. Yeah. Right? I think like that's gonna be one of the cool things about it is that there's the possibility of getting some really weird stuff on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause have you ever read, um, what is it? Justice league eight, justice league six. Um, there it's an, it's a, a fan comic that's been going on for years. Hmm. Um, and it's justice league, but as preschoolers. Oh, and it's so I've seen, adorable. I've seen some of those. Yeah. yeah. I, I've been following it since God for five or six years yeah it's like doesn't doesn't like one woman have like an invisible wagon or something like that mm-hmm. instead of the invisible jet yeah yeah it's really adorable and she carries a jump rope with her yes uh batman is just like i mean he he's like a happier batman yeah but they're all just so adorable well, i mean this all just like ties into that great episode of jlu where they'll become kids again. that's very true yeah yeah and they're like there's that really sad moment at the end too it's like oh didn't it feel good to be a kid again? And Bruce is just like, I haven't nope. been a kid since I was eight years old. And everyone's like, well, well okay. Um, well, you know, Bruce, my parents died too. You don't see me complaining about yeah, it, right. says Superman. <laughs> oh, God, Bruce, what a fucking buzz. How would Alfred feel hearing you talk about yeah, this? Yeah, right? Master Wayne. Little <laughs> tear. Um, but no, I mean, it's... It's always fun to see the villains kind of like tie into the high school environment. So of course he's like using the kids to figure out whose parents have stuff they can go ahead and steal. Mm-hmm. And I do love when he's leaving to go to the the wedding and Bruce like, oh, you're gonna suit up? Like, oh, I had a different idea oh, in mind. Yeah. Got this like this shway retro jacket. Who's DG? 
and I wanted to yell, Dolce and Gabbana, you stupid <laughs> bitch. I was trying to think of another DG, and I couldn't think of anything. Um, but no, it's, I think that, I don't like the design of the, like the, that alien world. It's a little bit too Superman, the animated series, just kind of weird. Mm-hmm. But I think the, there's two things that I thought were interesting about that. One is I feel like it really undercuts Spellbinder's MO if he's seen in public. Yeah. Which like the whole point is that he operates in such a surreptitious manner. All of a sudden now there's this guy in this spiral suit floating around. That's like massive bees asshole. I think it would have been better stuff. if, um, if instead of attacking at the reception, they attacked at the wedding and it'd be like, as she was waiting to walk down the aisle, that's when he hit her. Yeah. That probably would have made more sense. He's a little too exposed. Mm-hmm. But my favorite part of that though, is when Terry gets hit with the flash and he, he jumps and he's diving when he comes to, he tries to recover and he crashes and he like shreds open the suit. Yeah. And you get to see all of the red circuitry underneath it. That's just a really cool look. Yeah. To see the suit battle damage, remember like, oh right, yeah, like it's all it's all powered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all tech. Yeah. That's a really cool moment. Yeah. Um uh, there was a there was a background character that I I don't know if you caught her, who looked exactly like Livewire's daughter. She was in she was dressed in all black and she had this super spiky, bright oh, purple hair. Oh, I do kind of recall that. Yeah. She's only in the background for like three seconds, but I thought I should bring that up. Oh yeah. Oh, that's probably a little nod they threw in there. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I do. I also love when supermarket sweep. God, yes, so I was just gonna say when, when Terry gets hit again, he goes to Bruce's house and he imagines he's doing supermarket sweep. Yeah, which is just fucking amazing. It's so good. It's like one is of. Is there a more middle class show? No. Than <laughs> supermarket sweep. No, I mean it's it's like it's the most. Like I for, that's one of those things you forget exists mm-hmm. until you get some sort of reference like this. You're like, oh my god, that was a fucking thing. Yeah. I uh, what a throwback. Yeah, that's also a show I didn't realize was as young as it is. Like it, when you when you say supermarket sweep, I imagine '60s '70s game show. Yeah, but I I think it was the '90s. That thing. show I I looked it up. It ran from '91 to 2005. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a like, lot. That's like when you hear King of the Hill was 12 seasons. I like, it was 12 seasons? It was 12 seasons. seasons. What? Yeah, it didn't end until 2009. That's insane. That's unbelievable, right? Man, how low is that viewership those last <laughs> few seasons, though? <laughs> Jesus. I know. Like, I mean, that, how do you, because that is well into the Family Guy era. I mean, Simpsons is really going on at that point. Like, you, you, yeah, you got nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing to go on. Um, but you go back, I, I went back to that show, and it's, it's, it's never so really good. Wa- I never really watched it. If it, it feels like, um, it, it's like an older Bob's Burgers. Cause it, it's that humor. Yeah. A, a little bit. They, they do their best to, cause I, this was part of my, my final thesis in college. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have the, the spectrum of adult animated comedies and Simpsons started off as the only one on, on the, on the spectrum. Right. And then you had, um, kind of Beavis and Butthead come in and be a little more extreme. I mean, that's not really adult, but yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw that one in there. You had King of the Hill come in. Ren to Stimpy. Mm-hmm. Dr. Katz. Uh, I don't remember that. I remember The Critic. The Critic, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, and the, Dr. Katz was um, uh, in a similar, like, very kind of choppy, wavy, weird animation style. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if we stick to just like the adult, like the family ones. Yeah. So you had Simpsons on the on this on this line, 
And then you had Family Guy and King of the Hill kind of come in at the same times, and they were the opposite poles. Yeah. You had the familyest family friendly, and then you had the dirtiest, like not even family friendly. Yeah. But still on the spectrum. And then Simpsons sitting in the middle. Sure. Um, and then you keep filling that, that 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 line with new shows. And I always feel like King of the Hill and Bob's Burgers are sitting at that perfect like spot for family friendly. Yeah, because they're actually they're very sweet, and mm-hmm. the the jokes, the more inappropriate jokes, are a little more subtle. Yeah, and a little more playful. Mm-hmm. Bob's Burgers is my favorite of all of them. Interesting. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, ooh. I put it above Archer. Well, no, that's not the same thing though. That's true. Yeah, but I was gonna say like Futurama. Oh, yeah. I mean, Futurama above mm-hmm. all else, I think. Yeah. But yeah, Archer and, and Bob's, obviously. Just give me some H. John Benjamin. Exactly. That's all I want. Um, adult Swim. Not Adult Swim. Family movies. Home movies. That's what it home is. Home movies, yeah. yeah. Uh, but no, and one of the things, one of the details I loved was that I liked the use of the vid link as a way for Bruce to be active, in the, especially when the end, when Spellbinder's outside Wayne Manor and Terry goes out as Batman, and they're fighting, Bruce, like, turn on that vid link so I can guide you through the whole thing. Yeah. It was fun to see them work cooperatively like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it feels like he's, he's used the vid link before. I think so. But this is, like, a full-on, like, partnership, which is pretty cool. It, it's interesting that he doesn't have the power to turn it on himself. Oh, that's a good point, actually. That he, he's letting Terry have that decision. Yeah. Hmm. He's trusting him. How dare he? I know. Bruce is getting soft. Well, so there was another moment where you see Barbara in the school. Yeah. And she kind of gives him that eye, like... Mm. Yeah. Because does she know? I don't. I, I mean, mean she, obviously at the end of the episode, she knows. Well, yeah. I mean... Because that I, was hilarious. I think she does. I mean, because we first met her... I want to say in the second episode. We didn't meet we, her in the pilot. We see her in the pilot. No, we didn't see her in the pilot. I think Don't we he, see her at the end of the episode? He mentions, take this to Commissioner Barbara Gordon. Okay. But I think we actually see her for the first time um, with... It has something to do with ink, I feel like, is when we see her for the first time. Okay. Or maybe, I just I, remember we see her in her office, and you see the, the picture of her dad. Yeah. That's oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yes, because Terry leaves ink frozen in ice in a right. net outside yeah, her yeah, office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But they had never actually interacted directly mm-hmm. until this point. Um, but, I mean, she's... A detective through and through. So I'm sure as soon as she saw... Who was ba- trained by Bruce. By Bruce. So as soon as she saw a detective, like another Batman, she's like, okay, well, clearly it's this guy. Yeah. And so she knew, but that was the first time they, like, met. It was, like, a fun little moment there. I mean, it's... it's we talk about how amazing they end these episodes. But, like, they're, they're one-liners. Yeah. And I feel like... I, I, I wish she didn't say, like, keep yourself out of trouble. Because she does the, you're his new assistant. Mm-hmm. Yep. Your dad died. Yep. And I want to just go, hmm, and just walk away. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. that's all I need. She can put that math together. Yeah. Uh, one little detail that I liked a lot, it's very subtle, but did you notice that the future patrol cars basically have like a modernized version of the silhouette of the original BTOS ones? I missed that. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, so they, they look, they have that general profile, but instead of being rounded, they're a little more angular, mm-hmm. but they have that old-fashioned patrol car Look to them, which is a cool little nod. That's awesome. Yeah. I just, I love the design of this show. It's, oh, I know. It's I, everything about this, this yeah. show is so good. I mean, it's not, BTOS was groundbreaking in its design and unique in its 
kind of timely, time timeless timelessnessness. Mm-hmm. Yep, you got it. Yep. Uh, but I mean, this is much more distinct. But I really, really like it. I just I love the aesthetic of all of it. Anytime we get a a non post apocalyptic future, I always get a little excited. Yeah, because that was most of the two thousands. Yeah, was the just future kind of... was still like somewhat hopeful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What was, what was, there was a movie I watched recently that was like a happy future, and it was such a delightful change of pace. Oh my god, are you talking about Tomorrowland again? It's talking about Tomorrowland. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about Tomorrowland. I think her is a is a really good. That's an interesting one. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not it's not bleak. I mean, it, there there's some depressing elements to all of it. It's yeah. definitely not. It's it's visually very bright, but it's, it's getting to the point now where that's not a future anymore. Yeah, because with the the wireless earbud headphones, I see people just walking around with them in their ear, having a conversation with someone else. Yeah, like in person. And I'm like, oh, oh no. Yeah, we're we're we're, basi- <laughs> we're there. We're basically there. I'll be that weird old guy not wearing the AR goggles, walking down the street, mm-hmm. trying to engage people in the eye and <laughs> getting nowhere. Um, on, on that bleak note, should we do some bat plugs? Yeah. But yeah, what uh, what do you got to plug this week? Uh, I've I have a kind of different kind of plug. I'll, I'll do my normal plug first. Uh, I watched the movie Searching this. Oh past, yeah, we were talking weekend. about this. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's so good. It, I think they're pushing it to be more of like, in the trailers, it feels more of like this thriller horror. Yeah. It's not that. It's it's okay. just a straight up mystery. Mm-hmm. It has some like, thrill moments, but nothing is like. There's no like jump scares. Like if, if for people, because I have coworkers, they were like hesitant to watch it because they thought it was going to be a more horror film. Okay. Don't worry about that. Just go see it. It's so mm-hmm. worth it. I have this kind of underlying joke for it because, like, it's a great movie. Like, the, the surface is just this great mystery. But the underside of it, because it's all technically found footage. Yeah, it's the whole setup is it's all done on, like, webcams. So it's all yeah. seen through the It's the all seen lens. through a computer screen. Yeah, computer screens. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming phones and tablets and stuff like yeah. that. So kind of the underlying joke for me is you take your parents to see this so they learn how to use their computers. <laughs> Because that, I mean, it's what it is. It's showing you, like, <laughs> yeah. Like, I get a call from my from my stepdad. Like, how do I turn on the webcam? I'm like, just, just watch the movie. Just go watch this. Just here's an instruction manual. Yeah. It's an entertaining one, too. Great. Yeah, it's a great yeah, they'll, they'll Two be, and a half hour tutorial. They'll, 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 they'll really forget. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that, that was great. Uh-huh. Uh, but I know we have some artists followers and listeners. Oh, yeah. Um, so there's this amazing art challenge that I just saw online. Mm-hmm. It's by this uh, Disney, not Disney. It's by this animator named Cal Mori, and he doesn't have an Instagram, but he's on Twitter, and it's the Cal Mori's Disney Sidekick Collab, and he's made this master list of a bunch of Disney sidekicks from across all the animated features, and there's a few spots still open. So if, if anyone's interested in this, uh, go message him on Twitter, mm-hmm. and he'll add you to the list. Uh, but he's just doing this huge collaboration with a bunch of artists. Oh, that's awesome. To just kind of draw it in your own style. I don't know what he's going to do with it at the end, mm-hmm. but uh, some of my coworkers have been doing it, uh, and their stuff looks amazing. So, like, so, like, so LeFou and Kronk, mm-hmm. Horace and Jasper, yep. Flotsam and Jetsam. Yep. Pain, Pan, I guess oh. they're not sidekicks, but uh, Pegasus Pain. and uh, Phil. Oh, okay, right. Mm-hmm. Oh, right, yeah, I guess here are sidekicks yeah. would count, too. Yeah, um, 
Abu mm-hmm. and and Raja. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so if uh, if you're not an artist and you want to see all the awesome stuff uh, on Instagram and Twitter, you can look up the hashtag Sidekick Collab, Sidekicks Collab, uh, and there's just it's it's all just gorgeous artwork. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, have to, uh, I'll have to go check that out. Yeah. What, what have you been watching, listening, uh, reading? I started watching a show that people have been telling me I need to watch for a long time now. It's The Golden Girls. Yes. It is probably it's, one of the funniest shows. I'm so glad that you finally retired. They, I know. I mean, this was inevitable. Like, mm-hmm. I am a septuagenarian at heart. Uh, I like my early bedtimes. I like to wake up early in the morning, have me some oatmeal. I literally drink Metamucil every day. Um, I was meant to be a bitchy retired old woman in Miami. Like it is so much fun. Uh, th- I feel like this is where if shade was not invented here, it's where it was perfected. <laughs> like, uh, B Arthur's character, Dorothy is just, just throws out the best one liners, the best zingers at all of her friends all the time. It is a goddamn delight and so funny. And I tell people I started watching like, Oh my God, season one is like a real rough ride. I'm like, no, season one's great. Like it gets better than this. Oh my God. I, I'm having a ball with it. I can't wait. What is it on Hulu? Hulu. Okay. It's all up on Hulu. Um, and then today I decided to do something a little different, take a break from watching the golden girls nonstop. And I watched the first episode of justice league action. Oh, how was it? I didn't love it. I think I'm not a big fan of the art style from what I, I remember. You know, I don't mind it. The, you know, the the style is the to- just the tone is very different. Um, and I think the art style fits the tone and like the voice acting fits it as well. I mean, Kevin Conroy's back as Batman, which I was yeah. good. Pretty much everyone else is different. But like, you want a good example. So for Black Adam, like a character that's normally very kind of like, I mean, The Rock is going to play Black or yeah, Black Adam and yeah. the dceu he's voiced by gary cole and i love i love i fucking love gary cole Mm -hmm. but it gives you an idea of like the sort of tone they're going for it's much more playful kind of light um it's i mean i like the idea of doing the the two short episodes per episode like two short stories yeah it's very like reminiscent of 90s cartoons yeah yeah i think i just need to give it a little more time give it a couple more episodes Mm -hmm. it, it didn't it didn't grab me initially it just i didn't think the storytelling was that strong nor was it playful enough. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to give it a few more and, and see you, see how I feel about it. But um, yeah, I mean, that's, it's all up on Hulu as well. It's, it's worth, it's worth checking out. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Oh, there, there's one, sorry. There's one more thing I want to plug really mm. quick, just cause it's relevant to us. Um, our, our good friend of the, a uh, good friend of the podcast, Heckner Navarro. Oh yeah. Works for Nerdist. Um, he just did not just about a week or two ago. He put out this great video about why Batman the Animated Series is the most influential animated series of all time. Yeah. Uh, and he, you know, hits all the notes that, that basically we've talked about over the past 90 episodes, but in better fashion because he does this professionally. Yeah. And we don't. No, we spent most of the episode talking about dicks. Well, dick protection. Yeah. Dick adjacent material. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so everyone should go check that out because he is amazing. If you don't know who Hector Navarro is, he is, you know, going to be the future face of some comic thing someday. Like, he, yeah. he is on this amazing path, and I'm very excited for him. Yeah. And check him out, because he's awesome. It's great. Yeah. I think that's it. 
Yeah, I think so. We did it. Yeah. How do we end these things? <laughs> Just staring at you like, can he do it? Can he do it on his own? Don't worry, I got you. No, no, no. Hold on. So, uh, so that, that's it for the episode. If you want to find us, uh, if you want to talk to us, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Gmail, Spotify, YouTube, at TimTalkPod, at all those things. Uh, yeah. Mainly Instagram, because that's what we both use. Mm-hmm. Um, and... I'm Cameron. <laughs> uh, beautiful. Thank you. Beautifully done. Uh, yes. At Cameron, being Cameron, <laughs> we're one wanting to communicate with you. Yeah. How could they find you or your artwork? If you want to see my art, you can find me at Cameron.Dexter. If you want to see my face, you can find me at CamDexter underscore adventures. And you can find me at Lordifer on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Cameron and I both just went down to the Grammy Museum yesterday as of the recording because mm-hmm. they had a whole Warner Brothers exhibit. And so... Unbelievable. Uh, yeah, so I, I was posting a lot of that onto the Tim Talk story at the point of this airing that's gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, but on the Tim Talk Instagram page, there is a photo of the two of us uh, doing the Looney Tunes Barbershop. Yes. And there's a, a bit of both of us on each of our Instagrams. Yes. Yeah, a lot more of Cameron because that's basically why we went. I, I was brought along just to be his photographer. And I like to think I did a pretty sport. good job. I, you, know, you did. Yeah. yeah. There's some good photos on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was it was beautiful. I don't know where that exists. We're going to art direction a little later, but, but you, you got a good foundation. Whew. I'm saying this to help you improve, Chris. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I know that's your primary concern in life. It is. Because uh, as a man in West Hollywood, I'm not going to be the only one asking you to take photos of me. You know what? And I feel <laughs> like I, I need to help you now so you can thrive later. What? So I know one of the episodes we're going to do for Gate Forward, my other podcast, mm-hmm. uh, we're going to do an episode where I learn how to take thirst trap photos. Oh, man, that sounds amazing. <laughs> and I think we might have to have you be one of the guests on there to, to help. Because <laughs> you're, you're not a thirst trap photo person, but... Because I restrain myself. Because you restrain... But I could be. <laughs> Restraint's a very interesting word choice there. <laughs> but that is not necessarily your forte. Like, that's not how you choose to use your Instagram gifts. No, but you are all. a skilled Instagrammer. And so I feel like we should have maybe you join us for that, for that episode. I, I, have, I have a friend I'm going to, I'll get you in contact with. I okay. Think, I think she would be much better at that. Okay, good. I just, I just need someone to teach me how to do thirst traps. Yeah. Because I am fucking horrible at it. Uh,. <laughs> I think that's it. But I think, I think, that, we made I think it. that does it. Yeah. Thanks for sticking along with this one. This was this was a, a, a fun ride. Yeah. Uh, it was a good time. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Bye.